Welcome to the Sports Finder Podcast. Let's get ready to rumble! Sports Finder community, we're back with our regular segment where we speak to great people from the world of sport. And today, it is no different. I have a very special guest with me, Miss Christine Gear. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're most welcome, Christine. Um, so before we get into your current uh, status slash company, Let's go back in time. Let's go back to when Kristen was a, a, a young lady at school. Who was Kristen? <laughs> uh, a very curious individual. I was always very curious as a kid. Uh, and throughout high school and college, that did not start stop at all. And it really led me to uh, get into uh, my first career was completely different. Uh, I'm now in the sports app development business, but when I first started, I was in uh, television news, and I was an investigative reporter of all things, uh, and a news anchor at, at, at one point, um, and I, was, I did that for almost 15 years, uh, and I, I really think a lot of that had to do with my curiosity. I really loved um, you know, sinking my teeth into something meaningful and, and, and trying to uh, trying to the world about it, trying to figure it out and tell the world about it. It was fun. Wow. So that's how I started. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jo- journalism, eh? That's right. Definitely interesting yeah. times for journalists now. Um, moving on, um, right. talk to us about your your current company. Yeah, so, you know, at one point, uh, I realized that television was a dying uh, communication platform and the world was heading to you know, mobile applications, mobile devices for communication. So uh, this company uh, that we started, my husband and I started, um, we started Bleacher to really engage fans and create something special in the sports tech industry. We really wanted to create something to elevate the mobile fan experience at uh, any kind of sporting event. And uh, over the last several years now, we've, we've, we think we've created a platform that does just that. Um, and it's been fun and interesting and difficult at the same time, but, but a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's a very interesting journey. It's very tough, yet the satisfaction that you get out of it is insane. For sure. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, so what triggered this whole, this whole business? Like, were you sitting down one day inside a stadium watching a game like what was that moment that that uh moment basically mm. my husband and i were watching um do you, do you remember it was several years ago the um the super bowl event uh, in new orleans when the stadium went dark yeah yeah and everybody wondered oh my goodness is this a terrorist attack what's happening and no one could communicate even within the stadium uh, about what was happening and we instantly went to Twitter to see if we could figure out what was happening. And Twitter had a million different hashtags. There were just so many people communicating in so many different ways. 
And we said, you know, it's really crazy that there isn't one tool for them to go to that, you know, why don't, why doesn't the stadium have a tool or this, the, the Super Bowl, the, the event have a tool to communicate with all the fans immediately. And so that's kind of the impetus behind uh, Bleacher and, and how it started. We initially looked at it as, hey, this is a great opportunity for not only the, the sports organization to communicate with fans, but also every safety tool you know, to be able to communicate in times where there are, uh, you know, some, some major, could be a major security risk or something's happening and how do we communicate to fans uh, immediately uh, without guessing, you know, like without having to have people guess at what the hashtag, the appropriate hashtag is. Uh, so that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, we're, we're really big for fans. Um, and so that kind of really drove it as well. We said, All right, well, if we're going to do this, what else is needed? Let's, let's, uh, let's go to some more sporting events, which we love to do anyway, um, and, and see really what's needed as we kind of are, you know, pioneering in this particular area. Um, and so over the last few years, it's been, it's been really interesting to uh, experiment with different features, to research with fans, to research with sports organizations, and, and do um, some really deep dives into, hey, what works and what doesn't. Um, you know, providing that kind, those kinds of analytics that we can go back to the drawing board and say, okay, that didn't work. Let's do something. Let's let's iterate and do something different um, to make it better, to make it more successful. And and that's that's kind of where we're at right now. It's, it, I think it's a constant um, iteration process, creating new features and um, always trying to stay ahead of the game. Um, but it's it is it's a really fun industry to be in right now. I, I, I have to say that even though right now this is very instant, there's no live sporting events worldwide. It's pretty it's pretty difficult. <laughs> it's pretty difficult. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, that's um, it's uh, I've been saying this a lot. Really, it's a very interesting time, very interesting time to be alive. Like no sport, nothing. It's uh, like it's almost like a big dream. So, yeah. yeah, it is. It is very surreal for sure, and 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 it's so sad because people are they're they're going through withdrawal. I mean, no live sporting events. It's crazy how we have as as society we've become so dependent on those competitions to drive us, to entertain us, to fuel us, and without that, boy, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> And the funny thing is, we didn't even realize it how much dependency we had on these um, on on these sports. So. Oh, I know. Yeah, if that's really uh, that you're absolutely right. It's, it's interesting to see just how dependent we we are on sports, and that that competitive drive that can fuel us. Without that, uh, what do we do? You know, I, people look at each other like, "What do we do? What do we talk about now?" <laughs> <laughs> interesting. My team has really jumped into gear quickly to uh, pivot to create some mini skills competitions uh, in, in one of our apps in particular, the Tennis One app, and, and we're going to be launching that in a few days. And so that's, that's exciting, um, in addition to a couple of new um, gaming features, social gaming, that, that I think will also help to fuel that, you know, that need for competition. Um, we're working with some, some of the tour uh, tennis uh, ATP and WTA tour players to to get that launched and and that, I think that's going to be fun I think that will definitely help at least 
for the time being until we have live tennis again, you know, other other live sporting events. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll get there. Maybe the maybe the end of the year, but we'll definitely get there. Um, That's right. Awesome. Uh, you mentioned before that you went from an, an a career of journalism to being a startup founder. Uh, very, very different journeys. Take me through some of those rocky, rocky days and those challenges that you faced. Yeah, well, there are several. Uh, there have been <laughs> several. Uh, one is I'm not, I'm not a developer, uh, and so you know it's it's way over my head in terms of what can be done. It's, when I when I'll say to my my mobile architecture, some of my developers are like, "Why can't we do that?" They'll look at me like I have two heads. Like, really? Well, you just can't. It doesn't work that way. Um, but I, I'm smart enough to at least know to hire really really smart people, and I have a phenomenal team of um, I, I really I call them geniuses. They uh, <laughs> they don't like it when I do, but they are they are truly brilliant. And and I it's taken a lot to get them in house. Um, and to build that team, you know, a lot of companies today choose to outsource their development work. And we started by doing that a little bit and then realized that, you know, to really build something special, we, we need a, we need collaboration and communication all together in one place. And we really wanted to build a, a cool um, sports tech uh, company with a great culture and and bring in the right players to be part of our team. And, and I think that we've really gotten there. And so the last couple of weeks have been really challenging because everything's shut down. So my team is all working remotely and the communication, you know, they're, they're good communicators, don't get me wrong, but it's still so difficult to not just see them every day and not get a chance to talk to them and bounce things off more quickly. Now it's more of an effort. So it has, that has been a bit of a challenge. Um, but there are any number of challenges with a startup, right? I mean, it, you know, funding is always a challenge and, and making sure you have the right team and making sure that you are setting the right prices for your products and, and reaching out to the right people at you know, various, um, when you're, when you're B2B business, trying to, to connect with the right people. And then we, we now have one product that is also um, B2C. So knowing that. Um, those marketing strategies are very different too. So it's it's been it's been a lot um, to to comprehend um, and to move quickly. You know, we 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 try to we try to move quickly, and uh, if something's not working, move on to the next thing. Um, and I'm just I'm thrilled to have the team that I do have uh, surrounding me. It, it really does help. Awesome, awesome. Um... So take us through some of your your current progress and what you guys are currently working on, or maybe that, that you can share with us, mm-hmm. something that can sure. can get people excited in these, these interesting times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So um, just to have a little bit of background, so my company for the last few years has been primarily a white-label app company. So we develop sports apps for teams, leagues, tournaments, colleges, universities, etc. Um, but what we recognized, and, and we, we really had great success, we have had great success with those client partners um, and have developed the opportunity to keep fans in our app 
for an average of nearly 10 and a half minutes a day, which, as you know, is unheard of in the world of sports apps. People generally will click in, check a score, and then, you know, click back out of an app. But our features are really designed to keep people engaged in the app. And so what we've done is we've taken the platform, the live scoring platform, from our white-label product and have transitioned it to a year-round um, product called Tennis One. It's the Tennis One app. And we just launched this in January, which is so exciting. Um, and we, we've already been named the Tennis Industry Association's Innovation Challenge Winner of the Year, which is really cool. Uh, we've already become the official app of World Team Tennis, which is really great. And a number of other clients have made us their official app, which is great. Um, but our biggest challenge now is how, without live tennis, how do we really, you know, gain the critical mass that we need, those users that we need globally to engage in the app, to use the features that we know that they love and want without live events. And so my team has created two really phenomenal games. One is called Trivia 8, and it is AI-based. So it is you playing trivia, historically based um, from from all tournaments, all the, the major tournaments uh, for the last couple of decades, and you get to you know play against the computer and against the clock to see how you compete. Additionally, we've developed a multiplayer um, tennis pong game, which is really fun and really cool. Um, that that we can also live stream. Um, uh, live stream various competitions um, in the app. So almost like a mini Twitch environment, if you will. And additionally, we've also added a new multi-live stream uh, feature, and this is all within the last two and a half weeks. This is how fast my team iterates. Um, this multi-live stream feature to uh, bring in some of these tour players to do live streaming of their practice court sessions and their um, their workouts and their hobbies. You know, like what other what other things do these players do? They're not just tennis players. They're also really great human beings. And really getting to know the players through those live streams, I think, is going to be um, pretty special. And then at the end of each week, we're going to be doing a live stream skills competition between some of those players. So I know there'll be a little you know talking smack back and forth about who's better at what skills. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And so that's launching in just a few days. And um, my team's pretty excited about that. So that is kind of how we as a team are iterating uh, in this new, you know, challenge with the shutdown. So hopefully, uh, cross some fingers that, you know, people will download the Tennis One app and participate and play along and and not feel, um, you know, like it's it's over until the next live tennis tournament. We, we really hope to create um, and unite the community with this, with this, with these new features. Absolutely, and I just downloaded it myself. So, tennis awesome. one, <laughs> tennis one, not the actual number one, the word one, tennis one. Download it, people. Right. On the app store, looks looks awesome. Um, Thank you. No, no worries at all. Christine, uh, we've spoken about your challenges, we've spoken about your journey, we've spoken about who you were at school. Take us through some of your successes, some of your good times. Uh, personally or as a company or both? 
both. <laughs> give, give us those moments okay. that you've been, you've, you've, you've said to yourself, wow, we've really done it. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, I, I, I can tell you a number of things um, uh, from my company standpoint. I'm, I'm very excited. We're a startup, but at the same time, we've, we've come a long way in just a few years. Um, our proof of performance numbers are off the charts, not only in terms of app usage, the, the average user using the app, you know, ten and a half minutes a day, um, but the, the, number of, the number of users who come back into the app over and over again is the, those numbers are really to be celebrated, and I'm, I'm really proud of that uh, and our team and being able to create those features that keep people coming back. It, additionally, we um, we were nominated for a Techie Award this last year, which was a, a big deal for us, um, up against some very large uh, technical companies, you know, technology companies. Um, so so that was fun. We did win, but it was an honor to be nominated. Um, we did win the. Uh, Mini Eno Award, Mini Eno on Fire Award, uh, which is, it just is a um, an award for startups in, in Minnesota, which we were really proud uh, of that, and it was, it was fun to be part of that. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, we just won the Tennis Industry Association's um, uh, Innovation Challenge uh, of 2020, and so that was that was a lot of fun as well. I mean, especially with our brand new product. Uh, we had barely launched uh, as one, so we, we we were excited about that because it showed us that hey, we've got a, a product that people are going to pay attention to, and but it's meaningful. So, so those are our, our proud moments for our company, um, and we've been able to really um, contract with a, a number of large partners. We were so excited to have um, we partnered with the Miami Open for this year to have the Miami Open app, and it was. So it's such a crushing blow to have the tournament have to cancel because of the coronavirus because we were so proud. It's just it's a it's a beautiful app and we're hoping that you will get a chance to see it next year. Um, you know that's fun and we were um, we were also ranked the number one course app in Canada two years in a row during the Rogers Cup uh, in both Montreal and Toronto and so that was a, a, a joy as well. Um, and then we're also a partner for um, the role of Paris Masters which. You know, having a client like that is, is an honor uh, to work with the French Tennis Federation. So we're uh, we're pleased about about all of that. Um, and and you know, for a little company, we're we're doing our best. That's all we can do, right? Well done, great work. A lot a lot's happening, which is good. Very very hard to, to put yourself in in these positions yeah. and, and to partner with these larger entities. It is a phenomenal job. No worries. Um, we, we've had a great chat today. Um, you've shared a lot of wisdom upon us. Um, before we let you go, if there's one thing that you can give, a piece of advice that you can give to somebody looking to start a company in the sports tech industry or any industry, what's that piece of advice? Hmm. You, you have to be, you have to have a thick skin and you have to be, um, you have to have boundless energy. I will tell you that because there's very little sleep, especially in days like like now when there are this when 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 globally we're facing such challenges. It is it's imperative that that we uh, we work quickly to pivot uh, and to iterate the features. Um, so yeah, you have to have boundless energy. Truly, I, I'm up at usually 4:30 every day. You know, it's just it's one of those things. But Owning your own company is also a complete joy if you know if you're able to make it successful and 
and to to provide a base for so many employees who, you know, they're, they're all counting on, on me, and I and I, I recognize and feel that pressure right now uh, with the economy in, in a tailspin. Um, but, but yeah, uh, persevere. You've got to be able to persevere, that's for sure. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. And Christine, where can we find you guys online? Uh, so our uh, our company's email is www.bleacher.co, B-L-E-A-C-H-R.co. Uh, and then make sure that you download the Tennis One app on in the App Store or on Google Play. Absolutely. And I'll put those links in our show notes. Once again, Christine, you've been amazing. Thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a, a pleasure to get to know you, and I, I truly do appreciate uh, the time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Y'all ready for this?